It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And that would be the uh, cue for us to start jabber-jawing. And I've got a feeling, Brady, that this is going to be a big-time jabber-jaw episode uh, of the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast as through four weeks of the season. At halftime on Friday this week, we will be halfway through the regular season and I'm still only about halfway to the answers that I've been looking for and that I feel like in the last 30 years of doing this, I've had all these answers by now. Yeah, thanks. Glad to be back. But <laughs> um, You were gone? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be – we're going to change it up a little bit today. We're still going to give you a top 10. But I think what we decided – because, Dennis, no joke. Before we started recording, we probably talked for – three hours about what it all means and what these teams are and how when we went through and looked at some deeper I guess metrics or or statistics to try to figure this out and some things say more about some teams and looking at uh, yeah it's just a huge cluster but we're going to kind of examine every team I guess and and see if their record actually reflects how good of a team they are yeah I, I guess that's the best way to put it and then we'll do our top tens, and it will probably go against everything that we talk about on the show today. Yeah, I did mine, and I just did it, and I'm like, all right, I'm setting it down. That's it. I'm not tinkering because I could flip-flop everything. Although the one time I did uh, flip-flop last week, it worked out to my advantage. Yeah. But anyway, let's You don't just... want to talk about that, though. No. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get to a break because we're going to have a lot to talk about today. Okay. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports podcast. And, uh, uh, I'll let you kind of lead the way here, Brady, as to which teams you want to talk about first or in, in what order well, you, you want to try to sort out this madness. Let's start with the easiest one, at least out of our main coverage area. Let's just start with Marine City. They dominated a Fitz team, Dennis, that was supposed to give them a fight. And they've given up now 38 points on the year. Fitz matched the highest scoring output for an opponent against uh, Marine City with 12. They are just consistent. 43-12, 47-6, 48-8, 41-12. I mean, and I don't think Charles Tigert played that much again this week. 
What uh, uh, Tetler was the guy this week. What he had over right. 200 rushing and yeah. three touchdowns, and I think he had an 81-yard pass, which surprisingly wasn't for a touchdown. Heslip threw two touchdown passes, and they were like three yards and one yard. Yeah, someone <laughs> caught Tetler. Um, but I don't know. They play Clintondale this week, Hazel Park next, Madison the week after that, Lincoln after that. They're going to be eight and zero, Dennis. I mean, I think they're going to. I, I think they're going to run the regular season table. I Notre Dame Notre just Dame had a tough. They just had a tough game against a very good Harper Woods team. Uh, basically, Harper Woods now has a lot of the East Point kids, from what I understand, um, from a year ago. So that that Notre Dame prep game. We'll see what it is. I mean, prep was is three and one, and their only loss is to Harper Woods, who is going to be is going to end up being a really good team. I mean, Marine City's just really, really good. The, again, the question is: Are they going to be district championship, regional championship good, or are they state championship good? And we don't find that out for another like two and a half months. Yeah, and and therein lies the thing. Like, I don't doubt that they're good but we went through it earlier today kind of we called it strength of schedule not necessarily how good or bad teams are but we just took their records mm-hmm. through the first four weeks and we said okay they've played these teams and if you add up their records this is their records right uh, and so far marine city has played four teams that are eight and eight so that doesn't really tell you whether they're good bad well, and or four of those losses are to marine city yeah so, so they're eight and four if you take away their games against Marine City, but I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if if that means anything. I just know that Marine City is murdering these teams when they play them. And I bet you you're going to see a fifty to six game against Clintondale, Hazel Park. This, I mean, until Notre Dame, I don't, I. I don't think we're going to have a, a Marine City game to worry about. And I feel a little bad because we were actually on our original schedule, had Marine City Clintondale on there. But we went, this game's going to be in running time by the third quarter. This game, Richmond Cross Lex, might end up having huge BWAC title implications. Sorry, Marine City, you're, t- you're too good. We'll catch you in week nine and beyond. Well, and that's the other disadvantage, I guess, of being Marine City is that we kind of know they're going to be around in the postseason and that we can hitch a ride with them then. We can do Marine City games then when they actually really, really count for something because I I think it's a foregone conclusion. Now that they beat Fitz, it's a foregone conclusion that the Max Silver is going to be theirs. Yes, unless something catastrophic happens. They would have to have something really, really bad happen like kids getting sick kids getting hurt for even then it to crumble yeah and that like it would take a lot but knock on wood marine city's really good that's not the tough one the tough one is going to be their neighbors st Clair. now dennis st Clair is i'd say one of the two most confusing schools in the area they start off marine city gives it to them be honest i did that game marine city handled them and I went, okay, eh, maybe St. Clair isn't what we thought. Then they beat a Lakeshore team 49-19. And at the time, you just kind of went, okay, 
that's what we expected. Yeah, because uh, Lakeshore had given up 51 in their first game. So mm. through the first two games of the season, they'd given up 100 points. Yes. So you were, were looking at that going, okay, it's going to be a long year at Lakeshore. But now hindsight, since that game, they've given up 16 points. So that's that win looks a little better, especially since I know Northern's defense dominated Lakeshore, but Northern only scored seven points. Yeah, that that's an interesting stat. Saint Clair, you want to do that one now? Or? Uh, no, let's let's wait till we get to the Huskies and we can okay. really dive into that because the next week Saint Clair went and lost to Roseville, sixty-six to nothing. Here are the scores of Roseville's games. 42-11, 42 43-9. And they're going to put up 1,000 on Cousineau. They're going to put 1,000 on Tower. East Point, they'll put up 500. And then they play PH in Dakota. And then we'll see what Roseville really is. So that's a really, really tough team they played. And then they play an East Point team that Dennis played a knockdown, drag out, left hook, right hook, defensive struggle against Northern. And they put up 51. And they put up 51 points. What is St. Clair, Dennis? Don't know. Don't know. Because here's what, here's what concerns me is that, okay, they, they put up 100 points against two teams that we both agree they should beat. Yeah, but that – And then, Dennis, I, the losses, well, I picked them look, to beat – I picked East Point to beat them. I know. I know, but – It I, wasn't a again, slam dunk by any means. 51-28 says they were three touchdowns better. Four, yeah, three. But like, come on, like, and after you saw them play a just a defensive slobber knocker with Northern, I don't know how to uh, look at this. Not having not seen the game and not knowing how St. Clair did it, but I said there was one way that I really like St. Clair, and that's if they use their size and they ground and pound because these points gotta they gotta play Ironman football. They don't have big numbers. They've got a lot of guys playing both sides of the uh, the ball, and you you can maybe run them down. And you never know from week to week who's eligible for that football team to play in games. Still, so I, I don't know what they had, but and I and Saint yeah, Saint Clair is the big enigma because I realize that they weren't the favorite against Marine City or Roseville, but I am a little concerned at just how lopsided or how out of hand those games got like it's one thing if a team beats you but it's another team uh, or another thing when they just route you but here's the thing those two teams like roseville i know they're gonna have a tough district they could challenge for like a state semifinal in division one marine city we've just we just said it minutes ago are they state championship good that's the thing that we might look back in hindsight and go, holy crap, St. Clair had to play two Final Four teams in the first three weeks. And that's fine if those end up being their only two losses of the season. And that's where I was going with this. Gross Point North down there. Coin flip game. I, I, maybe favors St. Clair slightly. Gross Point North's wins are against Tower and Sterling Heights and not impressively. But they've also lost to U of D and, and Roseville. And their game with Roseville, albeit a blowout, was a little closer. Yeah, but... They lost by half. (laughs) They lost by half of what St. Clair lost by. Yeah. Whatever you can garner out of that. They still got roasted. I mean, 43-9 to is not one that you go home and write mom about. 
So, okay, Girls Point North, coin flip. They should beat Cousineau. Saturday game against Warren Woods Tower. I think they should win that game, Dennis. I do, too. Like, And I've seen Tower now, and I know it was against PH, but uh, Tower's got, like, one good kid, and I, I think St. Clair can handle that. I, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it, go, is St. Clair like a week on, week off kind of team? Like, if they have a bad week this week at Gross Point North, you know they're coming back the next week against Cousino. Well, okay, and then they finished off the season with a Lakeview team, which I think the Mac White is kind of not good. Since they beat Dearborn Heights Crestwood in the opener, whoever that is, they have been beat up by South and Utica, and they lost to Warren Mott, and I don't think Warren Mott's that good this year. There's a chance they go 7-2. and two. And I guess the other question I have for you, Dennis, just pick a team in the area not named Marine City, does anyone else go better than two and two in those in the first four games for St. Clair? Um, like if I flip, yeah, that, that's that's a tough one because again, I don't know how to stack up Northern and PH against Marine City right now. Right. Like I think, I think Marine City's the best team in the area, but you know we're we're talking about Division two schools playing a Division five school. Right, and again, we want to play the what-if game, and that's kind of what this show's about. What if PH just scheduled Lakeview in week one and shellacked them and beat a bad team, and they're 4-0 right now? What are we saying about the Big Reds? We're we're probably really, really pumping them up and going, those young kids are really playing good. And and if you really go back and look at the the Stony Creek uh, game, they they had a bad half. They yeah, had a bad second half. Which, which let's. I mean, do you have anything else to put to St. Clair? Or do you want to? You want to just just go to that? I, I Port still Huron. don't know who they are, what they are, or what to expect. For me, the Saints could do anything from four wins to seven wins at this stage. I agree, and it's that wide of a spectrum. And here's the thing: I don't. I think that if they win this week, I think you can look towards potentially hosting a playoff game. I think that becomes the goal. Because pretty much six wins will, will get them there, you think. Six or – it depends on the draw and who they'd have to play. But seven wins definitely host them a playoff game. Six might do it. Because, okay, you win this week. You should win your next two, and you should be six and two going into that Lakeview game. You get them well, at they've home. they got Marysville at the and end, And then Marysville too. at home. We'll, let's go to PH since we touched on them first. But Marysville is another really confusing team. Port here on high – um, the more I look at it, the more I think maybe I need to give them more credit because after, like you said, it was what, 20, it was 21, 17 at the half. And they had two bad things happen to them right off the hop in the third quarter, young team on the road against a, in an, yeah, in the a, opener, a good opponent. And it, and it reeled away from coach Perkins said afterwards, he said, if I just had a few more seniors, we probably reel it in. And that game doesn't and, end up the way it ends. And you up. look at it, it's they they're two and two, but their two losses are to Clarkston and West Bloomfield. They're playing in the OAA red, which I believe the stat was like in the last like eight or nine years, or I think it was in the last eight years, seven D one state champs have come from the OAA or Mac Red. Yeah. Well, I even uh uh Perkins told me, he said, they're gonna end up having probably a losing record. They're a really good team. Yeah, because, I mean, they also have to play Southfield, Lake Orion, and Oxford, and then Rochester, Adams, and Seaholm. Have fun with that, Stony Creek. But since that point, 
They have outscored their opponent. They've given up, what, 30 points? And they themselves scored 62 plus 28, 90. So they've outscored them 90 to 30. Tripled their and, opponents. And their last two wins were road wins. And they've, they've taken, only played one home game so far. And they've far. taken the foot off the accelerator in a big way. Like, yeah. they don't, they're not in the business of scoring 70 points. They're just, all right. Well, they've got a lot of young players, so they mm-hmm. try to get everybody some experience because it will benefit them not only later this year, but next season. Um, so, yeah, I understand it was 31 nothing at Frazier, yeah. and it ended up 31-14. to So that tells me they got a lot of kids in, mm-hmm. and they got a lot of rest for some other kids. So I, I think we need to start putting a little more respect on, well, myself, because I picked Frazier to win. Ooh, that's the second most wrong I've been on a pick this year outside of picking Yale to upset Almont. But PH seems like a really good team. But again, you look at the, the, their their opponents' uh, record. They're five and eleven. Now we mentioned Stony Creek has a tough schedule. You just, I mean, I know combined opponents' record is not by any means an end all be all metric. No, but I'm doing the game against Lance Cruz this weekend on Friday. This game will tell me a lot, and it's a big game. Yes, because I think. This game, let me just double-check real quick. Uh, this game could be the biggest hurdle to having a Port here on High, Port here on Northern MAC championship game in Week 7. Because look, this is what Lance Cruz, they beat Utica 21-16, got beat up by Roseville, beat Lakeshore 9-7, to and then beat Sterling Heights 35-14. Hard, hard, hard to... To figure it, because the the Lakeshore game kind of jumped out at you, and then Northern only beat them seven to nothing. Right. So you're thinking, okay, I got to throw the Lakeshore thing out. That doesn't look so bad now. So PH Lance Cruz, that's going to be a tough one. But all right, do you want to go to Marysville or Northern? Who just we can't figure out either. Do you want to stay? Well, let's let's talk about Northern because there's three teams in the blue that are two and zero in league play, mm-hmm. and two of them you just mentioned they're playing each other this mm-hmm. week. Then Northern. Should win this week. They've got Sterling Heights, right? On the road, yes. On the road. They should win that game. Yes, they should. Uh, and then they'll get Lance Cruz. Yeah, and so Northern, it seems like they do the opposite of what I'm feeling. Like, they beat up Mary's when I'm like, yeah, okay, they're a really good team. They're going to route East Point, 8-6. All right, well, maybe I got a little too high on them. Frazier down there, or Frazier at home. That's a game that tripped them up last year. Maybe they'll lose. Storm back 22-15. All right. They're actually really good. Let's let's go. Roll, let it roll with Northern. 7 nothing. Which And I believe the final tally was minus four yards. Yeah, this is what I know about Northern. Their defense is awesome. It is. And I'm not taking that away. Like, anytime you hold a team to negative yards, that's, that's, a, that's stupid. Like, that's just not fair. It's like you were playing an eighth grade team. Like, come on, negative yardage. And I know there were some bad snaps, but still, okay, 40 yards of offense. Dennis, we could get a collection of you and me out there and get 40 yards of offense. Well, I don't know with me anymore. (laughs) 20 years ago, maybe. So, yeah, Northern's defense is elite. But here's the thing that scares me, Dennis. It takes one bad play 
to flip the script of a game. You can't ask your defense to win you eight, six games, seven nothing games multiple times because it takes a DB falling down, a punt return that the that the coverage team gives a little leak, boom, in a first and goal from the five or touchdown, special team score. Hey, bad snap yourself or a strip sack, scoop and score. That's what it takes for a defense to one of these low-scoring games to go the other way. That's the only thing that scares me is it's asking a ton of your defense to get basically a shutout each week. And I don't think we asked a lot for Lakeshore. We said, hey, beat them 21-0. 7-0 worries me a bit because, like I said, defensively, you give up. You don't even have to give up a play defensively. Somewhere else there's a lapse for one play. And that's a tie ball game. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and again, I'm not saying that because really it's been two games mm-hmm. where you go like, where's the offense? They beat East Point without scoring a touchdown. And they had the ball inside the 50 all night long. Yeah. And it's like, how did, how did that happen? Uh, but, I mean, then I go back. They did score 35 on Marysville, and they mm-hmm. moved the ball. Uh, and they were down 15 nothing to Frazier, and you're thinking, they don't have a chance to come back. They don't have that kind of an offense. And bang, three touchdowns later, they're winning 22-15. to, to 15. So it's not like they've had zero offense in right. four games. They've had two good games and two not-so-good games. Where do you put them? You've got to get more consistent. Yes. And, and, and like I said, and we've been saying it all along, if Northern gets three touchdowns a game – they're awfully tough to beat. Yes. They're going to be off. They're going to win a lot of games if they can score three Here, touchdowns. Not, not even three their touchdowns. their defense isn't going to give up that much. Each qu- Two quarters put up a touchdown. Two quarters put up a field goal. Boom. 20 points. I don't know how many teams are putting 20-plus on this Northern defense. And, uh, again, I, Sterling Heights, they'll probably shut out. That's, you know, that's, again, that's what I think, and so watch. We'll come back, and it'll be like a 17-14 to 14 nail-biter. Yeah. But I guess as long as they win, right. who cares? Yeah, just win, baby. Uh, and then Lance Cruz, and then the big showdown against Port here on high. D- uh, Dennis, what is, what is Port here on Northern? Again, you look at their combined opponent's record, 5-11. and 11. I don't know how much that tells you. But that I'm just I'll just give that stat for every team. Well, I mean, uh, I just I need pick, a little more offensively. In, in week one, I was picking Marysville. Me too. And uh, and Northern crushed them. In week uh, three, you you thought Frazier and Frazier came out. It looked like that was going to be the the result. And then this past week, we we both said, well, Northern will beat Lakeshore by three touchdowns. So Northern, you know, for Northern, that's a big blowout kind yeah. of game because they don't you smash get, you teams get, you get fifty down, to nothing. Yeah, you get down three scores against Northern, you might as well get yeah. your last rights read. Yeah, because because th- that's going to be plenty in a game like that. Because mm-hmm. because if Lakeshore Shore scores, they're not scoring more than six, seven, eight points. Right. So that's Northern. Anything else? Just. We need not – we're not asking for 35 points a game. We need, like, 20 points a game, and you could win the Mac Blue and maybe host a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I – like, it's, it's, it's hard to be critical of a team that's 4-0 and 
and gets the job done every week. But those two games stick out like a sore thumb because when you get further on down the road, like they play Romeo, you're going to have to score against Romeo. Yeah. As good as your defense is, Romeo's going to score against you. Um, and, you know. Romeo, when, by the way, 4-0. Yeah. And, and when you get into the playoffs, we all know that at some point there's a team like a De La Salle or a Roseville, Roseville waiting in the wings and you're going to need to score more than seven or eight points to win that playoff game. And that's why, because I think we all established Northern is a good team. It's can they win a district title and make a run in the playoffs good? Yeah. That's that's where we're at. All right, let's round out this segment. Let's go talk about Marysville. Marysville, similar to St. Clair, they get shellacked against Northern, and you go, oh, oh, they might be down. They come back and beat up a centerline team that, they should beat up. Yeah. And, and you're, you look at that win and you go, ah, you know, whatever. They should do that. To yes. Them. Okay. They're not, it's not going to be a horrible year for the Vikings. Then Marine City gives it to them, which I didn't think Marysville played awful. They, there was no what in the hell are they doing moment in that game. And then they come back against a team that hadn't given up a point. They put up 46. Now, I wasn't buying Hazel Park, but I thought they'd win it 28 to 13 or something like that, not 46 to 22. So they're very Jekyll and Hyde, too. Yeah, it, it seems as the Sucuchis go, Marysville goes. And the Sucuchis had two big games this year, and Marysville won both those games. Uh, also had 10 sacks in that game. Jeez. Yeah, that's that's insane. 10 sacks Ooh. is insane. Um, and and they, they didn't run wild against Northern or Marine City. And Marysville struggled to score in those games. Um, and again, very unscientific here, but Marysville's opponents are thirteen and three, and two of those three are season. against Marysville. Yeah, and the three of the three losses, two losses are to Marysville. And uh, other than Northern, where both teams were were zero and zero, everybody they faced had a winning record when Marysville faced yeah, them. They they haven't faced a team that had lost a game prior to playing them. Which again, centerline beat like Detroit Voyager or something. Thirteen to twelve in yeah. week one. So I don't know. That's not like this. Oh wow, look at this stat because well, no centerline's not that good. No. I wasn't buying and their Hazel. other win was New Haven. I'm not buying Hazel Park, but it's something to look at. See Hazel Park, I just wasn't sure. I I wasn't buying them. But here's the thing with Marysville. Okay, they go to Madison. They I think they should win that game. They, go, they play Clintondale at home. They should win that game. They have Fitz. That's going to be a weird one. And Lampfear, I'm not sure about in St. Clair. But, Dennis, is it out of the realm of possibility that this team ends up going 6-3? and three? Again, to me, they're like St. Clair. They might only win one more game this year, or they might run the table. I, I don't think it's out of the question that they run the table. Because, okay, what is Fitzgerald? Did Marine City really just smother them, or were they maybe not as good as we thought they were? See, uh, like that Fitzgerald game, they still have – I looked at the box score. They still have the two West kids. Fitzgerald's dangerous. They still have – I thought the one kid was a senior. Well, he, maybe he's a sixth-year senior. A young, or a younger no, West? No, it's, it's Trey and Troy. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Um, So, I mean, no, those guys are dangerous. I even, like – I think Marysville is better than Madison, but the game being at Madison makes it a little spookier 
to me than if they were playing up at Walt Braun Viking Stadium. I think Marysville's going to win that game uh, and probably buy a couple of touchdowns. At, at Madison, that might be uh, a closer game, and that scares me. Yeah. Um, and, and again, Lamphere, I know Lamphere is a bronze team, but Lamphere had a big year last year, and I know they're beating bronze teams. But they, they also they lost to Fitz. Points. But their game with Fitz, they've scored 48 points in that game. True. So – I don't know. Anything else about Marysville? We'll go to the BWAC next, which might might be easier. I Maybe. I don't know that that's any easier uh, either. I, I think we're still going to be scratching our heads through most of the, that uh, segment uh, when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear 
your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady back with the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. And if you thought the first five teams we talked about were crazy, wait till we get into this conversation. All right, let's spin the, bi- the spin the BWAC wheel of fun, and where do we want to end up with first? Uh, you you want to uh, start uh, north and, and head south? Well, I, I tossed my pen and it landed on Croslex. All right, so we'll start in Croslex. What do we know about the Pioneers after a a three and one start to the season that has saw them not have to play a team that they would have beaten anyways, most likely. I uh, don't see again, any way they would have lost at Emily City. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't think that about Richmond. And, and well, uh, again, our opinion well, of Richmond well, may well, have, yeah, may we'll have get, changed. We'll get to that. Um, are they too dissimilar from PH, where they lose to Williamston, then? North Branch was a competitive game, but they, in in the clutch, they put the foot down, closed the coffin. Against Yale, they took care of business. And, yeah, let's blame Croslex because Emily City couldn't play this week. I'm not blaming I know, them. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. How, does, how does it affect? Because we can kind of say, yes, it helps because it's kind of a bye week and they get to rest. And all that, and it and it it gives them a couple of extra days to prepare for Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they if they wanted to, and I'm sure or they just get healthy. I'm sure they did go and watch Richmond and Armada play, mm-hmm. which is going to help uh, them in the long run. I'm just looking at it of I wish they had the game because I feel like they would have rolled, and I feel like after the Williamston game, you get you you know it, it took you late into the game to put North Branch to bed. Mm -hmm. So that was tighter than probably you wanted it to be, but it's a good win. And then you roll Yale, 
And then if you're rolling Emily, now you're starting to go, okay, we've yeah. got Coach LeGros' offense cranking. We're scoring points. We're putting up the numbers. Our defense is killing it. We're not getting scored on. I just feel like if that's the case, it feels better than, oh, well, we haven't played since we played uh, Yale, and now we got to play I get Richmond. what you're I'm saying. Like, they'll be up for Richmond. They have to be. You'll be at that game. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you, you can't not show up for the Richmond game or you'll get bit. Because here's the thing. And, and so they'll be ready. I just feel like, though, and maybe it's just me. Maybe I just feel better about it if they came in off rolling another team and now they, they, they've got it cranking. I think Since Williamston, over, they've got it cranking. I think you're overthinking it a little bit. Um, but here's the thing for the Richmond game. Richmond – can still w- get a share of a BWAC title because Armada still has to run the gauntlet. But anyway, Cross Lex. all have to run the gauntlet yeah. the way it's looking. Cross Lex, since their loss to Williamson, again, it was what, two pick sixes? And it was, it, I mean, you, you do that, you, you you don't win a lot of games. But similar to the um, Port Aaron High game, a lot went wrong in that game. And they've rolled since. And I don't. I guess we've been kind of waiting for that sexy, like sixty-five point game, and maybe that's just unfair on our part. They have Richmond this week. They have Almont next week. It, they could, they could go zero and two. They could split, or they could roll both teams and look dominant in doing so. I have no clue what's going to happen. Uh, so where do you slot Cross Lex in? Where do they fall in the pecking order? That's that's a good question. And and, and again, it it. For me, again, yeah, it, it would have been sexier if they got to play the MY City game and got another big lopsided victory in there. Yeah. Just, psychologically, it's sexier. In the grand scheme, does it make a matter if it's one nothing forfeit or fifty to nothing? I guess not really. And it and it makes um it makes their lives easier. It could be a better thing because they get the extra time to prepare for Richmond and they get a couple extra days to to heal up. They almost get a bye week, which, depending on how the kids use it, could be really beneficial, especially in a BWAC that is just brutal. Yeah, it, there there's still a lot in this league to, to sort out. And I said uh, jokingly, I think it was to uh, Mr. Holston, the AD at our Armada, I said, we'll know what's going on in the BWAC after week eight. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of laughed and said, yeah, you're right. So... Let's let's talk about the team that MLA City's going to play Richmond. Oh, by the way, Cross Lex's opponent's record 5 and 11. Williamson has lo- lost to two really good teams. I think it was like Lan- Lansing Catholic and uh let me look it up cuz it's going to bother me and I should have done it before. Lansing Catholic and Mason. They just ran Fowlerville. So, um Richmond though. A little bit of a turnover bug. You saw that game. You talked about it on the last show. But where do the Blue Devils lie? Did we maybe give them a little too much love because the teams they beat, Clintondale, Emily City, and Algonac, oh, they, yeah. haven't they're, – they're not the most impressive trio of wins. Well, th- those three teams are a combined 2-10. Uh, and ten. Yeah. And – they got out of Emily City barely. Like, they turned the ball over six times yeah. against Emily City and managed to get out of there with an eight-point win. Then they turned it over uh, five times to Armada, and they got run off the field. 
I mean, 34 to 10. It was 34 to 3 with a minute to go in the game. So that's the question. Can they fix the turnovers? They have to. Because they have to because if they don't, uh, this, this is what they've got coming up. Croslex, and then after, after they play Yale, they get North Branch and Elmont. If you turn the ball over, uh, I'll just say it doesn't even have to be six and five times. If you're turning the ball over two and three times to those teams, they will bite you. Yes. Yes, they, they will. Those teams are opportunistic, and they don't let opportunities slip by more times than not. And it's another question. Is Armada just that damn good, or did Richmond struggle? You have a young quarterback. They they dared him to throw, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. But from well, when, I, I mean, when I was listening to you and what I saw, it looked like Armada said, okay, Saligan is not beating us. Yes. Morgan will throw for 400 yards before we let Saligan get loose in the back. Yeah, that, that to me is what the idea. Armada was like, okay, we're going to run it at you because that's what we do. We're not changing that, um, although they did run the one trick play, the trick pass for mm-hmm. 81 yards. But um, they said, you may beat us, Richmond, but it's not going to be, co- be because Denny Saligan gets a bunch of long runs against us. We're going to make sure that we focus on him not having a big night. And they left it in the hands of the young quarterback, and it wasn't that he was awful, but he, he put the ball up uh, like 25 times or whatever it was, and he had five interceptions. And I think that's going to be the game plan going next week. So after two impressive wins and avoiding an upset, Richmond comes back down to earth in a big way. Could they right a lot of wrongs if they if they go up to Cross-Lex and beat them and just say that was a temporary measure? Of course. But if you lose to Cross-Lex, you're slipping down that pecking order real quickly. And I was high on them because they looked legit. In the first game, I saw him. And even against MLA City, the reason why MLA City scored was because of turnovers and penalties, not because their defense wasn't doing the job. But 34 points to Armada was jarring. Yeah. Well, if if they lose to Cross-Lex, realistically, they're not going to win the BWAC title. No, because um, you're not expect Armada's not going to – well, they. I don't think they're going to drop two more games. No, I, I, I mean – I don't think two losses gets it done this year, but then I don't know either because Elmont and Crosslex and Armada and Richmond might just keep knocking each other off. All right, let's go to Armada since they just beat Richmond. They they have Yale and Emily City the next two weeks. They're probably going to be 6-0. and I would be shocked if they're not. Dennis, You've been here 25 years. I don't think an Armada team has ever dominated like this in your time. I can't remember one being. I mean, having it be six and zero after, and we haven't got those two wins. The, but the I closest, think those are going to happen. The closest you've gotten is a six and one team that lost their opener and then won their next uh, six games, I believe, in 2004. And yeah, so even then, they lost to Richmond years ago. Yeah, I, I I'm going to have to go back and look. I don't know if the Tigers have ever, or the last time they've started six and zero. It's probably. I mean, it's probably been a while, and they are staring that in the face. In fact, they have not won six games since two thousand four. So they've got still lurking though in the late weeks, 
Elmont and Croslax. So I mean, they're not done no. running the gauntlet. By but any they get a little, a matter, little bit of a reprieve. But to to get a a, a twenty four point win over Richmond and to go into North Branch and get a win there. Because, again, I don't think North Branch is one of the big boys this year, but North Branch is one of those teams that you have to pay attention and you yep. have to play good because if you play bad against them, they'll jump – again, they'll, they'll jump on you. So the question is, how legit is Armada? I think Armada is – By the way, they haven't finished – they haven't started 6-0 since 86. Yeah, I, I think Armada is pretty legit. Uh, and, and, and it's because uh, it, it's – they're, they've got kind of a solid game plan. Like, they're, they're good defensively. They're very good d- defensively. Remember, one of the North Branch touchdowns, what, came in the final minute? Yeah, and one was a kickoff. Uh, no, no, Armada scored on the kickoff return, I believe. Um, but uh, so they had uh, a shutout against Clawson, and you say, oh, Clawson, no big deal. They dominated that football game mm-hmm. and, and won 48 to nothing. They dominated at Algonac and won 37 to nothing. Uh, they had Richmond three points, and Richmond scored with 57 seconds to go. So th- they haven't given up a lot. They've got a lot of good uh, players uh, defensively. Mahaffey, I thought, is, an, is a name that we should talk about more. If, he plays, if he's playing defense like that every week, we should be talking about that kid every week. Um, Tristan Erb had a couple of interceptions as well in, in that game. Uh, Armado defense, we don't talk about that much because their offense has uh, scored uh, 153 points this year in their first four games. And, and again... They run the ball and dare you to stop them. And Richmond stopped them for a half, but Armada just keeps pounding the rock, and eventually Conan the Barbarian gets his yards and gets his touchdowns. And Heb was dangerous this past week. Um, and they, they hardly used Fodale. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he's a guy that could go off for 100 yards against anybody on any night. Uh, I I think Armada is deep, um, and uh, the fact that they not, I'm, I'm buying into them. The fact that they not only beat Richmond but beat them up was the impressive part. The win at North Branch, you go okay. This might be a legit Armada team, and then you go, but they're playing a good Richmond team next week, and this might be where reality Armada is making a fool of us, Dennis. A fool and. I fully expect them to be 6-0 going into that Almont game. I'll be surprised if they're not. All right. Uh, do you want to touch on Almont a bit before? El- yeah, Almont is interesting. Because Almont is interesting because they're good, and my concern might be legit or not legit. Almont is good, and Almont is fast, but they're kind of small. And and the other big wigs in the BWAC are these big, bruising teams but then when I think back about it Elmont's always kind of been small like they've never really been that big bruising kind of they've always used speed they're they're kind of the 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 BWAX Marine City (laughs) Marine City's never big and yet they just keep rolling teams yeah, and can we put Elmont into the category of Port Huron and Cross Lex, where they lose week one to St. Mary's uh, in Monroe, and then since then have given up seven points in 12 quarters? Now, mind you, it's against teams that they shouldn't give up 
much to right. It. But and it's like they take care of business. I saw the game against Algonac. It was just so clean mm-hmm. for them. They've got a great one-two punch with uh, Mason Smith uh, and Matt Measle. I love that name too, by the way. <laughs> um, and, and he, when he runs, uh, the kids don't want to touch him because they're afraid you're going to get to me, or the kids can't touch him because he's so fast. <laughs> um, and I was impressed with um, Brock Conger, their quarterback. Again, they don't throw a lot, but it's effective when they do. Like they pick their moments, and then the kid's got a good arm, and he delivers the ball. They got two big tight ends. Uh, I really like Lacavera. He had a couple of like on third and long plays where he made big catches and got them out of trouble. Um, and the uh, the other kid's name was Luzma, I believe, and he had a big twenty-seven yard catch that put him in scoring position. I I, I really like Elmont. My one concern is is when you're getting up against ground and pound Armada, and and if cross, I mean Croslex is they've got a bunch of monsters mm-hmm. on the front line. If those teams can can grind them down, is or are they going to be big and bulky, and these Almont kids are going to go fly and throw them? Well, here's the thing: uh, Almont is gonna they could end up three and six, or they could end up BWAC champs. North Branch this week, Croslex next, Armada the week after that, close out with Richmond, non-conference against Goodrich. Hello, yeah, they they have the the, the toughest last five games of anybody, um, and, and I would say that they're the uh, favorite at North Branch, but then the whole Furman thing throws a different dynamic mm-hmm. into that game because mm-hmm. he's that's one that he has circled, and he has his team ready. He does not want to lose to Elmont. Elmont does not want to lose to him. Nope. That's a love-hate because they still respect him. They, they, they still – the Elmont people still talk about – I saw them at Algonac, and people are in the stands – Talking about Furman, 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 and I said they had the the guys were filming next to me at the Armada Richmond game, and Furman's name must have come up twelve times. <laughs> so they still remember what a good coach he was there. Yeah, so that's going to be a big thing. Uh, Almont, you're going to find out real quick. And mentioning uh, Furman North Branch, uh, we said they have Algonac or the Almont, then they have Algonac Richmond, Emily City. They beat up Thurston week one. They lost to Croslex in Armada week two and three. And then they beat Yale. Uh, what do you make of North Branch? I think their role this year might be spoiler in the BWAC, and they might be fighting for a playoff spot. Well, I Because they're going to have to if they want to make the playoffs. Well, I, I think they're dangerous. Um, I, they're going to beat the teams that they should beat. Um, I have no no doubt of that. I, I see. At I don't know much about Linden, but there's two to three. Linden's two and two. There's two to three wins uh, out there for them. And then yeah, the difference between being uh, a four and five or five and four team might be can they snag Almont or Richmond yeah. along the way. Um, and that remains to be seen. North Branch is kind of the one team that I've kind of had a feel about. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning, that I knew they they couldn't maintain last year. They just lost too much, right? Off of that team, they're still good, but they're not big boy good this year, right? It's yeah. Can they make the playoffs or not? And can they upset one of the bigger uh, teams in the BWAC? So, I don't and know. if they do, maybe they'll change my opinion on whether they're big boy good. And well, that's about all we can make sense of with 
all the teams that are vying for the top spot in our area. Um, Dennis, we're going to try to do a top 10. I don't know how <laughs> close we're going to get. So uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's still going to be wildly different between me and you. I don't know. I have no idea what it's going to be. I have no idea either, but that's kind of our discussion we had before the show, and we're going to take all that, throw it in a pot, and see what it comes out with here when we do our top 10 next. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. 
At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're crazy if you think I'm enjoying this next segment. (laughs) (laughs) Top ten, baby. I know I've been whining about it every time we do it this year, but uh, I just, I don't know. Top ten. Me or you first. Let's not waste any time. Go ahead. All right, number ten, St. Clair. Um, upon further examination, they did beat up a Lake or an East Point team that I thought they were going to lose to. I don't know many other teams that would beat either Marine City or Roseville. I know they got kind of ran by those teams, but nice win over East Point. Put them in there. Hey, you beat Gross Point North, you'll probably stay in my top ten. All right. Uh, I put Marysville at number ten. Really? Um, and part of what? Uh, got me to go there uh, was the fact when when we looked at it earlier today and their opponents are 13 and three this year they've taken care of business uh, against two teams that they should take care of business and like you just mentioned with St. Clair their losses uh, are to good teams uh, their their losses are to two teams that are eight no yeah and and are are maybe the two best defenses in the area I mean, we could have that debate, yeah. But but they're they're in that debate, and so uh, I'm I'm going to stick Marysville there. They're a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team to me, and that's why they only get number ten this week. All right, I put at number nine, and this might seem like a little bit of an overreaction, but I put Richmond at nine. I looked at every team above them, and I'm like, this is a hyper competitive top 10 it is again Dennis two through nine you kind of throw in a hat and figure it out Richmond goes to nine they didn't lose they lost bad beat cross Lex you're going to shoot right back up but I every team above them I think has a case to be above them all right nine is where I slotted St. Clair interesting for many of the same reasons I think as you did I don't like the way they lost those two games but again there aren't many teams in the area that are going to be competitive with Marine City and Roseville. Um, and I do like the way that they beat East Point and Lakeshore. They beat them up better than Northern did. Yep. Yeah, you want to give those stats since I don't think we yeah, ever did. Yeah, um, so uh, the East Point score, Northern beat them 8-6. to six. St. Clair beat them 51-28. to 28. The Lakeshore game, Northern beat them 7 nothing. St. Clair beat them 49-19. to 19. So St. Clair beat those two teams by 53 points. Northern beat them by nine. Now, that's not to say Northern's not a good team. Again, 
Northern doesn't do it flashy. And the transitive property almost never holds up in football. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just saying that uh, that I, I'm going to slide St. Clair and Marysville back in. My apologies to Anchor Bay because they always get tossed aside when I have too many teams. Uh, and to Mooney this week who slipped up and dropped out of my rankings. <laughs> uh, number eight, I have Almont. They're four and zero, or they're three and one. Sorry, um, they're they're rolling teams. They should beat, but they don't have a real quality win yet. I can't put them much higher than that. Um, maybe flip flop Richmond and Almont, but again, this week will settle that score. All right, uh, eight is where I punished Richmond at. Um, okay. too many turnovers. Yeah, that's too many turnovers. Eleven turnovers between Emily City and uh, and Armada. Um, and again, Emily City is a team that I expect Richmond to handle. And and because of the turnovers, that ended up being a much closer game and harder win than I think it, it should have been. Uh, and and that's I'm not trying to disrespect Emily City. I just think there's a numbers issue there. Yes, and they're not that deep. They do play hard. Yes, but I just don't think they have the guns to go with the big guns. And I want Richmond to be a big gun. So I, maybe my expectation is unfair, but the, the game against Emily City and the turnovers against Armada moves them down to eight. Number seven, I have Ubley. They're really good. They just beat Harbor Beach. Um, I don't know who I'd put them above there. It's, it's a weird thing. Like pound for pound, you could argue they're number one. I have them at seven. Again, I've said it every week. They'll move up as other teams lose. The, I think they're state championship caliber good just – yeah, it, it, it's it's that weird debate. Do you go just overall good, good for your schedule because they've played tough teams, but ugly at seven? Uh, seven is where I've got Elmont. Now that I've seen them play, I know they're at least that good. Uh, again, do they have the big resume win yet? No, um, but that's because they haven't played the big resume team yeah, other than St. Mary's, and we weren't expecting them to go down there and win that game, um, but – they have smoked the three teams at the bottom of the BWAC impressively, mm-hmm. um, and I, I now believe that they at least have a fighting chance in the remaining games. All right. I put Anchor Bay at number six. Looking at the white, I think the bottom of the white is a bit fraudulent. I would go so far to think say that Roseville would probably win the white or at least contend a heck of a lot better than some teams. I don't think Ford's any good. I believe since winning their first game, Ford has not scored a point. I don't think Lakeview's that good, and it doesn't seem like Mott's that good either. Down year for the White. I'm putting Anchor Bay at six right now. And the, that, I don't know what to do with the Tars. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do with them either. And, and that I just, again, when I have too many teams that I want to put in, they're kind of the team that I, I leave out. The, I think they're going to win the White. And I think they're a good football team that probably should be in my top 10. But some weeks I put them in there and some <laughs> weeks I just leave them out because I've got about 13 teams that I want to put in my top 10. And you won't let me do that. Um, you're going to be surprised at me and you're going to not like me. Um, and, and I have to go up to uh, Crosslex uh, this week, so they're not going to like me. I put them at number six this week. Wow. And, and that's not to say that, wow. they, did, that they did anything <laughs> – that's not to say that they did anything to, to drop. It's just that I think teams in front of them did stuff to move up. That's interesting. Wow. 
if they beat Richmond, how far do they spring back up? Oh, they'll be back in the top four. Okay. All right, number five, Port Huron Northern. I want I, I, I want to move them up more, but I need that decisive win, and I don't think I'm going to get it till if they can beat PH. Like, that would be the, the moment where you can go, okay, maybe they're a top two team in the area, but Northern, I – Seven nothing was a little disappointing. Your defense is unbelievably elite, but I just need a little more from that offense. <laughs> I'm gonna put PH at number five this Ooh. week. Um, uh, hey, I like the Big Reds. I've never hit that from from anybody, uh, and we'll we'll see. Uh, they were up thirty one nothing at Frazier. I think that's an impressive win. I think what they're doing has been good. But, uh, again, just kind of obsessed looking at, at things. They're, and I know they lost at Stony Creek, but they're a three-and-one football team, and my top four teams are a combined 16-0 and this year. And I thought it was time to reward the 4-0 and teams in the area by giving them the top four spots. Fair enough. PH is my number four spot. I mean, you can kind of flip a coin with, the, uh, with PH and PHN. Put them there. Figure out what you want to do with them. Stony Creek, again, one bad half since then. They've dominated. They've taken their foot off the gas in the second half, so they're not getting those flashy scores. Uh, interesting game against Lance Cruz. Let's see what they do there. Yeah. I got Northern at number four because of their defense. I know their offense is Jekyll and Hyde. But this is a 4-0 football team, uh, and until their offense costs them a game, I'm not going to – Fair enough. Uh, the, the, their, their defense – might be the best in the area. It's certainly top two or three. They're my number four team this week. Nobody's beating them. So number three for me, Crosslex. Uh, not much to do with that, but if you remember a week ago, they were number two, and I think my number two team's resume is just objectively more impressive than Crosslex's. Now, I'm going to preface this next one by saying, yes, if they played the team above them, they would win the game, obviously. Or, but Armada's yeah. jump went to number three for me. Mm -hmm. I really like the last two wins. I think the first two games were games that they should win the way that they did. I like this Armada team. If they keep on winning, they're going to keep on climbing the pole. If, if they run, it, it is possible, Brady, that if Armada runs the BWAC. You move them to number one. They might certainly get consideration. Hard to hard to get them past Marine City simply because I don't think Marine City is going to lose. Right. But they also, <laughs> like, Marine City kind of makes some quality opponents possibly look not that quality. Yeah. Like, who knows? Fitz, are, we're talking about St. Clair possibly going 7-2 and two and – Marine City discarded them like yesterday's lunch. There's still a lot of work to be done in the BWAC because Armada still has to play Elmont. They still have to play Crosslex. Crosslex still has to play Elmont. They still have right. to play Richmond. They still have to – I mean, there's a lot that's – but for right now, I really like this Armada team enough that they're my number three team. And they're my number two team. Objectively, road win at North Branch, Richmond – at home, objectively a better resume than Crosslex, and I had to look at. And I, I really like the Pioneers, but they lost at home to Williamston. They beat North Branch at home, and then they beat what Yale on the road in a forfeit win over Emily City. 
And that was if, in, if in you part. take if you take away the names, objectively, Armada has the better resume. Now Croslex goes out and beats Richmond this week. All right, now maybe it's it, it's a little tougher, but Armada has earned the right to be number two. Yeah, I've I put Ubley at number two, and I realize if Ubley and Armada played, if uh, Ubley and Northern played, or Ubley and PH played, or even Ubley and Croslex played. I'm picking all those teams. But here's what I want to tell you about Ubley is for their size and for who they play, they are an impressive 4-0. and oh. The worst team that they have played this season is Marlette, and Marlette isn't awful. Possible playoff team. Possible playoff team who have lo- whose two losses are to two teams that are 8-0. Yeah. Reese is 4-0. Ubley's 4-0, and they were hanging with Ubley at the half. Mm -hmm. So Ubley beat USA, traditionally a strong team. They're a little down this year, but you don't know that in week one when they had to play them. Mm -hmm. Both teams were 0-0, and you're like, boy, you know, this is a team they played in the playoffs, overtime game. That was a big game to open the season, and they routed them. Laker, a 3-1 football team, Ubley routed them. The Marlette game. And then Harbor Beach, their nemesis, the team that has gives their number. Ubley fits. Ubley put 50 points up on them. Ubley, to me, for what they have done. I could argue Ubley being number one for what they have done. Yes, I get it. I know Because Folsom's out there screaming at me right now, Ubley's D8 or whatever. They can't beat. I know that. I know that. But they don't play those teams. They play the teams that they have. They've played a really tough schedule, and they've kicked butt. Ubley's number two. Fair play. And Marine City's number one. Marine City's number one. I mean, go back to last week, and if we said go back to the last the week before that, go back to the week before that. Marine City, I might as well chisel them in stone until minimum week nine. And then if they lose to Notre Dame Prep and like Armada or Cross Lex has run the table at that point, or Northern's still undefeated. Northern's another team that could get to number one if they're undefeated and they, like, beat Romeo at Romeo. Then I think you have to ha- – that- if, if that happens, yeah, uh, everybody's got to shuffle the deck at that point. Like, I'm just trying to think if Marine City, let's say they go undefeated, the only way they get unseated is if Armada is undefeated or – because maybe – that's enough, and even then, I don't know. But Northern's the only team that I know. If they win out, I'm moving ahead of Marine City. Well, I mean, let's think about this though. If PH beats Northern, and then let's say they beat Roseville, and then Warren Collegiate. I didn't think about that. What is Collegiate's record right now? I don't know, but I Little. everybody tells me they're solid program. Yeah, they're a small school, but let's see. Okay, they're three and one. They lost to Milan. Eh. They beat Voyager and whatever. <laughs> they beat Voyager and Pontiac Arts and Tech and beat Mount Clemens by forfeit. Yeah, that I don't tells know. me nothing. It doesn't tell me anything either. It could have just been squiggly lines when I clicked on their schedule, and I would know more. But to it, 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 let's just say they beat Lance Cruz, then they've got. Um, Who's left that they haven't played yet? Lakeshore. Lakeshore, yeah. And and let's let's say they beat Lakeshore more than seven to nothing. Yeah. 
Um, and then let's say they win the Northern game, which to me, I don't want that week to come now. Not because I don't want the game because it's going to be a tremendous game. Yeah. But it's I don't want to have to pick between the two teams. Uh, and then let's just say they beat Roseville, knowing what we know about Roseville. Okay, yeah, I might I might have to do that. <laughs> I mean, it it's so hard. Because, again, I look at what Marine City's doing, and I think of all the teams in our area, they have the best shot at going 9-0 and in the regular season. I really do. Like I know that Notre Dame prep game is there. Oh yeah, no, but it's, it's they have the, one. They, it's at the stadium, and they, I just they have, feel like they have one game. They yeah. have to worry about the rest of the year. So I, I feel bad, but they're su- it's they're suffering from success. Anyway, we've rambled on too long. You want to um, end this? You have anything else to say? Yeah, Wednesday's the picks. And, Thursday or Thursday's the picks, and that won't be any more fun either. No, <laughs> at first, like, oh, this is an easier week. It's not. No, it's not. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.